I'm Ben. I'm the keyboard player. I'm Jamie, bass. I Jose am Grant. on drums. <laughs> Grant, uh, lead singer. Drew, lead guitar. Scott, guitar. We're uh, Devils of Luden, and you're listening to Northwest Convergence Zone. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. One, two, three, four. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you, as always, each and every week. Welcome into the Man Cave in uh, secretly located somewhere in Tacoma, Washington, and we're proud about that. So, the city of destiny. The city of destiny, and uh, thank you, Double D. Uh, Big Joe, once again, not here this week, so uh, we hope things are working out for him, and he will be back next week. And uh, we have a great show lined up next week, but more importantly, we have a great show lined up this week. And uh, our guest host today, who was also here last week, and we're glad to have him back, Jeff Hamill. Jeff, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for letting me, uh, letting me come back. That Absolutely. Was- You're welcome anytime that Joe's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we can work out that every time, so I'd never have to see Joe. Yes, exactly. I no. grew my beard out a little bit extra, I just so yeah. just so I could... Uh, and, I could, uh, you know, he cut the locks off. I saw that. So I saw he's, that. He's got the, he's got the, the military thing. do or something, man. It shocked us, man. I mean, I, I've known Joe for over 10 years and i have never seen him without the uh the monster rock locks but uh, <laughs> that's exactly what they are yeah monster rock locks absolutely and uh he cut them off and when he walked in we were like who's that guy <laughs> but anyway joe good luck out there with what you're doing we'll see you next week and uh another big week going on this week double d how are you doing great Did you have Staying a good week busy. yes i had a great week it was a great week wasn't yeah. it yeah, cool. I just can't tell you exactly why, but I had a awesome. <laughs> well, did it have something to do with the instruction you received last week from Nancy Reed? Oh, jeez. Actually, no. That. I, 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 and if you I, don't know I, what we're talking about, you got to go back to last okay, week's okay, episode okay. and find out what. That's happened. not. Look at it. Look how red he's turning. Totally. Okay. Camera on. Can we get a shot of this? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not what I was referring to, but. Okay. Well, there. let's go around the room because we got Squeeze over here, and of course Wonder Boy and the Saint, and we want to thank those guys. They they work super hard. Don't be fooled, man. These guys are a huge part of our team, and they uh, help to make us sound good. Or crappy, whichever, however you see it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, which side of the technological yeah. divide you find yourself. Yeah, whatever, however you feel about it. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, good. the Seahawks uh, did really well last week, and um, they're playing today. I don't, you know, I don't know how they're doing, but, um, you know, better than the Mariners. That's all I can say. Oh, man. <laughs> that's brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, tough time for base, although the Rainiers are in the playoffs, and, you know, they're playing at Safeco Field. That's going to be cool. Hopefully, we can go down there, or go up there, and uh, well, check true. And Seattle's only professional basketball team wasn't doing too bad last I checked. They yeah, were, the they, uh, the storm. Finals. Yeah, finals yep. were last week. So good for them, and a lot of good things going on. And uh, last week, we also went to your big uh, shindig, the mashup, which was on Friday night at uh, the New Frontier. It was uh, the Big Wheel Stunt Show. 
Sweet Kiss Mama, which you happen to be the front man for, if anybody out there doesn't know that by now. And there was the the Vile Red Falcons, Legend of Bigfoot. Oh, Brother uh, of the Black Squirrel. Brotherhood of the Black Squirrel. Uh, Voxy Vallejo was represented. I mean, everybody, everybody who's just about anybody in the South Sound. Drank the, uh, drank the place out of PBR, that uh, that little crew of folks in there. Oh, uh, we worked. They were working hard, and we made sure that, uh, you know, they... Uh, that they are, have more stocked for the next event. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and we, clo- we closed the place down. I will say this, though. It's better than when we went and saw you guys, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago at uh, Jazz Bones. Jazz Bones was <laughs> packed. How many did you guys have? How well, many were listen, there? They, I, I don't think they expected us to bring a lot of people. Well, so you they, guys. In their defense, they were like, oh, it's yeah, it's a little, little band out of wherever, and well, they'll have a few people. So, But it, you guys brought it. How many were there? Be honest. Uh, it was, man, three, say, 60-something. I think capacity's 288. And, and you guys broke we got, it. We got paid for almost 400. I'll just say that. Okay, very good. <laughs> but there were only two people working at the bar. And I stood in line for almost 40 minutes. To get a drink, and I, a couple of times I kept thinking, "This, this, I'm just going to give up," you know. But yeah, but you sure that it wasn't just you? They just didn't want to serve you. It could have been. They did kept looking past me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Who's, serving number three. No, yeah. no, the other number three, yeah. sir. Excuse me. Step aside. We're on number three the third time around. So yeah. anyway, uh, good time at the mashup though, and uh, a lot of cool things going on in the South Sound. Things are heating up right now for. Uh, the comedians and uh, for the bands and everything and we're just glad to be a part of that and we like to get out there and support them and I think it's important that you get out there and support your community bands and talent and everything get out there I mean you work hard all week and it's only if you know five bucks ten bucks whatever you can get into a great show these guys are working hard on the weekends for your entertainment and uh, in my experience talking to a lot of bands that roll through here they all have day jobs they all work during the work week, and then they put a show on on the weekends so you can kick back, have a drink or two, and have a really good time. And we really appreciate that, and that's one of the reasons we're here. Yeah, buy local. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and we're, we're South Sound, so we're proud about where we're at. But we have listeners. I mean, la- okay, let's just go down. Last week we had uh, California, uh, British Columbia, Florida, New York, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, um, Montana, Wyoming. I mean, state after state, people checking in. And then I'm not even going to go into where worldwide, people from all over the world check in. You all have communities out there. You all have local bands that we've never heard of, and they're good. Get out there and support them and uh, just have a good time. So, And speaking of great uh, venues and local stuff, right here in the South Sound, we have the Hell's Kitchen, and it is one of the premier spots, and we are privileged every week to have Flash in here and give you an update about what's going on. Let's find out right now. And now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at Hell's Kitchen. And here's Flash. Welcome to the Hell's Kitchen Update on the Northwest Convergence Zone. My name is Flash, and I'll be your guide to this week's action at Tacoma's premier live music venue. This week, like every week, starts out with Tightwad Tuesday. $2 wells, $2 for any beer, and $2 for two huge tacos. We open at 4 on Tuesday, so come on down after work and join us for Tacoma's favorite Taco Tuesday, hands down. Thursday night is the long-awaited debut of $3 Thursdays. $3 wells, $3 for any beer, and $3 for two hot dogs. We have a free show to help celebrate with I Defy, Dead Peasants, Sycamore, and a guest. Music starts at 
9 p.m. and the specials roll all night long. Friday, we have another free show Friday with Midnight Salvage Company, Dreams Jaded, No Make, and Bone Flower. Once again, there is no cover, and to kick things off, there's $3 micros from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, 100.7 The Wolf presents Aces Up, along with Ray Solomon, Buck Haggard, and Austin Jenks. This show will also be a benefit for the Fisher House. We're donating $1 from every pint of Men's Room Red Ale that we sell to the cause. Video only will also be holding a free raffle to win a 42-inch TV, and if that's not enough, The Wolf's Fits in the Morning will be doing a remote broadcast. Music starts at 9, and it's $8 advance and $10 at the door. And don't forget, Monday, September 27th, is the return of the Melvins. Get your tickets now while you still can. $16 in advance, $20 a day of show. Hell's Kitchen is a 21-plus venue and is located at 928 Pacific Avenue in downtown Tacoma. Our web address is www.hellskitchenonline.com, where you can find links to upcoming show calendar, booking info, and other HK-related sites. See you in hell. Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma, serving up rock since 2002. Thank you, Flash, as always, for the Hell's Kitchen update. Check that out. Two dogs, three bucks. These are on, this is on Thursday. Now. I mean, the $2 Tuesdays were killer enough. So now on Thursdays, we're doing the two dogs for three bucks. And $3, what do you say, any beer? Yeah. Wells, so, and, Wells and beer. That's Wells and beer. Good. So for six bucks, you can go and have a couple of dogs and a beer and check out a show. I mean, that's awesome. You could go on Tuesday, buy two tacos, two, two dogs, have one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, then come back, back on, on Thursday. Thursday. It's, three hot hot dogs. it's three hot dogs, right? For two hot dogs. Two hot oh, dogs two. for okay. three bucks. But you could get those, have one, and save the other one for Friday. Man. So you could eat half a week. <laughs> so really, what we're talking about, we're talking about a $5 week. Tuesday through Friday. Yes. That's what I'm like. Flash next week, buddy. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> we, we, are, we are your marketing department. And check out, check that out. Midnight Salvage Company being represented yeah, down there. Those kids. Are they? Is, did I hear that right? Are they going country at the oh, Hell's Kitchen? Is Aces Up country? I don't know. They're they're. A, it's. Out, I mean, the a, Wolf is sponsoring it, and I, Fitz is there. That's that's all. That's got to be all country. Is that that guy who people are voting for instead of you? Should on the we King show five? up down there? I think we should show up. <laughs> the vote down there. for Daryl. Should, sign, should we show up and and With introduce our... ourselves to Fitz? Well, if Midnight yes. Salvage Company's down there, or is that the same night? No, or that's not the same oh. night. That that one is on I think Thursday and. Well, we'll uh, sit there with our with our hot dogs until the next night when they show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that would be funny, wouldn't it? Because, uh, okay, for those of you who don't know, uh, we're uh, in the running for the uh, King 5. <laughs> this is hilarious. Locked in a heated battle. <laughs> the the best local radio personality, which we're not even on the radio, but uh, and Fitz is number one. And good for him. Good on him. That's great. Uh, but Fitz has no idea who we are. Yeah. And yet. yet. We got to show up and introduce ourselves and tell them we're coming after you, buddy. We're gonna take you down. Security, security. <laughs> yeah, we'd be out on our ass. We don't. Yeah, even, but Flash we will protect us. No, I don't think so. I think he'd be Flash dragging will be us. throwing us out. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do again want to say thank you to everybody who's uh, voting for us, uh, voting for me, and. Um, it's an honor, and I, you know, it's like I'm again. I'm not big on self promotion, but the fact that you guys dig what we're doing, and you guys like the podcast, and you think we're entertaining or whatever, it means a lot to us. And the fact that we're hanging in the top ten, top five, kind of sliding back and forth, that's big, big for us because there's a lot of big names, people that we admire, and people that we've patterned ourselves after, who are below us. And um, below you or beneath you? Beneath us. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're beneath <laughs> us, <laughs> and they and they, they have power to, at your feet. Yes, and they have to be looking at that, going, "Who the hell are these guys?" <laughs> so, so anyway, it's exciting. And then you guys are uh, you guys are in the running. You us sweet guys, kiss, me, oh, sweet, sweet kiss, kiss mama. mama, and everybody should go out and vote for you guys oh, as we well. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we should uh, vote for all the South Sound. People just open a bunch of email accounts, time. one for each band, one for yes, one because, radio you know, personality. And that's the thing. I I have I have shied away from saying who I voted for. And I do have a couple of email accounts just because we have the show email accounts, I have my personal email account, so forth. Um, so I can cast a few votes, but I am such a big honk for all the South Sound bands. It would not be fair for me to say, oh, yeah, I voted for this group or for that group. Just everybody know I love you. That's all I can say. I, I love <laughs> you. All South Sound. And if I had an email account, which might happen, <laughs> for each of you, you all have my vote. That's all I'm saying. So uh, take it as you will. Well, but- I, I love that we saw that Daryl Fortune 37 voted for us. <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, at least we made the top 106. I mean, that's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, after you make up enough emails, you know, you start running out of stuff. So you just Daryl Fortune 1, Daryl Fortune 2, Daryl Fortune 2. No, I'm just, I would never do that, King 5. Don't shut us down, okay? Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we had a, uh, a South Sound band in here today with us. And I know it's not Halloween yet. But it's coming upon us, and you know we all like different styles of music, and sometimes you just got to get your thrash on. And these guys are supplying that down here in the South Sound. They were recently in the uh, Battle of the Bands competition down at Hell's Kitchen, did pretty well for themselves. Got a lot of uh, good good pub and uh, talk up for that. And the Devils of Luden are our guests today. And here's how that went. All right, everybody. Our first guest on the big show this week is uh, a really up-and-coming band right here in the South Sound, the Devils of Luden. You know, every now and then, you just got to get your thrash on, and these guys are there to provide it for you. We have Ben, Jamie, Jose, Grant, Drew, and Scott in the studio with us today, all six of them, the Devils of Luden. Guys, welcome to the program. What's up? Thank you. Welcome. Hello. All right. It's good to have you guys in. And uh, now the Devils of Luden, it's, uh, you know, Tacoma and the South Sound is really known for uh, sort of the hardcore scene and uh, the Paps, Paps Blue Ribbon scene and, uh, you know, Hell's Kitchen rules the, uh, the nightlife down here. And you guys seem to be, uh, you know, carving out a niche for yourself in that arena and just want to t- just want to ask you guys, where did you start? How'd you guys come together? And uh, you know, is was this a love? This music, a love of yours, all from the beginning, or is this just a, you guys got together and that, that's kind of the direction you decided to go? Well, uh, I'd say the very beginning of it. I'd say the very beginning of it all uh, came to be with um, me and Jose. We were in a previous band called Torchdown. That's how I met Jose. And that band didn't work out, so we moved on from there, and I stole Jose from the band. Mm -hmm. Then um, we just kind of practiced for about a year, and then uh, we picked up Scott, and he was more of a songwriter. He gave us a little more direction. We started getting some tracks together. Uh, we got about five or six songs up, and then we started looking for more members. We, uh, we, I think after that we picked up Grant. Yeah, after like a pretty big Craigslist search. Yeah. Oh, another Craigslist band. Yep, yeah, yep. kind of. That's how it went. We had we had two guitarists and a drummer, but we really couldn't find any other members for a while. Yeah, we had a we had a bunch of guys to say they wanted to sing for us, and then they just and never they show would up. never show up. Yeah, so that was always. So fun. you guys landed with Grant, 
and yeah. uh, he fit he fit in with you guys. He was a he was a hammer on the head and the nail. And so when you guys when you all came together and got to you know got to practicing and uh, pinning down some songs and so forth, uh, was it a was it a is it a tough process with six guys? It's a lot of creative creativity, a lot of juices flowing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's some egos oh, yeah. involved, obviously. I mean, just with anybody. Right. And uh, was is it a smooth process? Is it you guys knock down, drag it out, or is, is it you know uh, how does how's that process going for all you guys together? I I'd say it's a fairly smooth process um, compared to what it could be with six members. But I, generally, uh, the way it is is. Um, I I would write a skeleton of a song maybe. Right I just thing. yeah I mean I enjoy writing stuff and it's like oh, almost a hobby of mine to write music and so naturally I have tons of songs written and I'm always bringing stuff to the jam space but um, yeah you know write a skeleton of a song and you know show it to Drew show it to Jamie and Jose and everybody and we'll all fix little things on it you know Ben will come in write his keyboard parts um, you know Jamie will write his bass parts it's um, you know, just start with a foundation, and then we really just build on it, I guess. And then I think last would probably be Grant coming in with his vocals over it, and uh, it. I think it's pretty smooth. Huh? Yeah, but Grant's also got just books upon books of lyrics already written, just just waiting to go. Well, yeah. our guest today, the Devils of Luden. Let's listen to one of their songs. This is titled "Mother of Shadows." <laughs> name of the song mother of shadows our guest today the devils of Luden. yeah hey grant i'm curious if you own stock in sucrets man listen to you sing on that man i'm a, i feel like i need to clear my throat even doing that no i want to ask you lyrics you uh, you mentioned you got a, a ton of lyrics in there um thematically what do you what, what's 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 coming out in the songs i see a title mother of shadows what uh, what's kind of that one about mother of shadows would be uh basically uh the reaper uh Basically, death coming, coming down from, you know, the darkness and just coming to take, you know. Is he hanging in the shadows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the mother of shadows is basically. Uh, <clears throat> I, I I just say it was death. You know, the reaper coming to take what is, uh, you know, ready to be uh, taken. Ready to be taken. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Do you ever get grief from these guys for flubbing lyrics live? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just scream whatever. That's at school. Yeah, are you gonna put on your in your CD when it comes out? Are you guys gonna have the lyrics written on the inside so oh, yeah. we can all follow along? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, the sing along feel good hits. Yeah, we should so. have the yeah. bouncing ball on the big screen so we know what's going on. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere deep down the road, we're gonna make some kids versions of these songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, funny. I've right. actually got I've got Metallica's lullabies for one of my oh, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that. The yeah. Devils of Luden and Barney. No, nice. Now, I want to ask you guys this because it seems like you guys are uh, a little. The, the whole name of your band is uh, based on a historical event. You guys seem to be into, um, you know, some of the 
ethereal and mysterious parts of history and so forth and what's going on. Uh, tell us about the name, the Devils of Luden, where it came from, and what you guys what you guys are into. Hmm. Well, uh, Grant came up with the name actually, um, so I don't know how you found it. But. Well, I I found it because I was, I've would uh, spend a lot of uh, hours and hours uh, through uh, the whole uh, year last year at the uh, Tacoma Public Library, and I'd be downtown all day just looking through all kinds of books in the poetry section, and, and then I'd also uh, walk uh, across the library to this other section that had a lot of stuff on uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, spiritual stuff like uh weird books that were on witchcraft and all kinds of stuff like that i don't know why i'd look in that section i just <laughs> thought it was so interesting i'm not a satanist or anything like that i would just uh spend a lot of time in there looking up all kinds of interesting stuff that i had thought at the time was interesting to me and i came across a bunch of books like on uh, lester crowley like the book of the law uh Quabalistic Writings, 777. I had read those books and I had found them very interesting. And a lot of stuff like that I had thought was interesting was uh, books on uh, one of my favorite poets, uh, Federico Garcia Lorca, who uh, wrote all of his books are on just death and stuff like that. And I thought that stuff was interesting. And Otto's Huxley was another one. And I had checked out the book, Devils of Luden. And I thought that was one of the most interesting books. And I I don't know how I thought up the name. I just thought it'd be a cool name. And I brought it across to Scott and Drew and everyone. And we just kind of used it. That was, I'm sorry. So that's a question I, I would have for you. I mean, with, uh, you know, with the, the name the Devils of Luden and, you know, kind of the, the real heavy melodic minor chords and stuff i think uh, you know a lot of people would guess if maybe you guys were somehow involved with the occult sacrificing <laughs> goats on stage i mean is that is the practice Great. space double you're as in the back you're uh, in the green room with the blood pouring out <laughs> yeah I, it's it's nothing like that really you're really um, into yanni come on yeah actually <laughs> jose is <laughs> but um he's a visionary yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's nothing like that i think it's just those kind of subjects are interesting to us and you know you write music that might reflect that but really it's all just in good fun well and there's nothing wrong with that the devils of luden our guest today and let's listen to an, a clip of another song this is titled curses name of the song curses our guest today the devils of lewd now jose i'm listening to the drums on that and it sounds like you've got it going on back there <laughs> is it uh is it tough to i mean you have to lay the groundwork for uh, this kind of speed a uh, bit of speed metal this uh you know this whole thing you guys having going on is that uh <laughs> telephone from his mom <laughs> is that a challenge for you or is is that something that uh you know that you comes natural or how's that working for you 
Um, well, I think at the time that the band was created, I was uh, good enough that everybody that was there, you know, like me, Drew, and Scott, mostly thought that something could be built from it. And I've been growing and becoming a better and better drummer as the months go by. So it's not like, oh, you know, I was just this guy and I could do this and I've been able to do that ever since. I've actually changed as a drummer and yeah, you know, played now. He's really been pushing it. Play now better than I've ever played, you know, two months ago. So there's this band ago. stretching you uh, artistically and um, just your yeah. talent wise and stuff? I try to, you know, always push myself. And, you know, I always think uh, the newest song is always the best song. And, <laughs> right. you know, a lot of great. You get sick of that. And then the next one's way better. Yeah, so. you know, and I get annoyed. You know, I'm like, oh, we're still playing three, four songs that, you know, right. we wrote and, and, finished six months ago right and there and yeah. i still play them the same way but they're almost so irrelevant in my like, mind at the same time <laughs> let's move on <laughs> yeah. i think the band actually forced uh really pushes all of us i mean and you can tell i mean when i when i'd started writing songs i mean i was you know compared to how i play guitar now i mean i was horrible like i think that i think we've all grown definitely in our trades or whatnot i mean you know i know jamie's gotten way better at bass because me and him hang out all the time and i i've seen it and some of the stuff he plays now is super difficult you know i could never do it I when i joined this band i hadn't played in like a year yeah and i had been like a few other bands before that i think i started playing in middle school but yeah i hadn't played in like a year and came in like totally couldn't play shit yeah. got blisters all over my fingers and <laughs> then yeah and still with every new song i'm like i can't play this and then a yeah. few weeks of playing it it's my hidden good. agenda every song i write i make something for jamie that he just can't play just to piss him off. off and he's like what the fuck i can't play this i'm like you'll get it <laughs> oh i guess i guess cool with all the all the moving parts that you guys all feed into it great i mean i yeah. you know i think uh, ben on that last song on the keys it felt like some sort of killer clown you know fun house or something that bing 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 can i do in the, the double hand stuff at the right it was, the it was yeah it was, yeah. It was pretty cool but i think you know i think that's maybe the way it works if it starts with one guy's uh, one guy's vision and then everybody adds to it it really it comes out cohesive it's, it comes out great yeah. well let's go around the room because i think this will be interesting to people because uh, this is really some heavy stuff and uh there are people out there who are afraid of this stuff like you say you know you, yeah. some people think oh you guys must be <laughs> totally. satanist and there's all kind of you know weird things yeah. going on with you guys uh, they're just normal guys, folks. They're just regular guys, and we're all hanging out here, and they're very nice. Uh, nothing to be afraid of. It's just every now and then you got <laughs> every now and then you got to get your thrash on. You know, it's just, right. it happens. But I want to go around and ask you guys who are your influences and like who are you into musically? That would be su a surprise to people. Uh, my major influences as a keyboard player are actually um, guitarists mostly. Uh, I took a lot of influence from Lamb of God's uh, Willie Adler, and uh, all that remains is uh, Ollie Herbert with his master's degree in music. Um, I've played a few of his guitar solos in front of these guys, so they know, uh, they know oh, yeah. I'm not joking. He's pretty good. Um, as far as keyboards go, I'd say uh, I was inspired by uh, Yanni Warman from Children of Bodom about seven years ago, and I've been playing ever since. If it wasn't for seeing them live, I wouldn't even be doing this. Great. And that's Ben on the keys. Uh, mm -hmm. Jamie? Um, I listen to like a lot of death metal, like all of us do, but yeah. when I'm not doing that, like I really like Steely Dan, I've always loved them. <laughs> I listen to the Eagles a lot, and that's what I listen to most of the time. Okay. <laughs> Once in a while, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And Jose on the drums? Uh, well, my influences mostly have to do with uh, Nirvana, because that, <laughs> that's the first, uh, Dave Grohl uh, was the first drummer that ever got me into playing drums at all. Me and my friend Sean, uh, we wanted to 
start a Nirvana cover band. So I said, oh, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> deliver some newspapers and get the money to buy a used drum set, which is the same drum set I still have now, but it has a bunch of nice gear and a rack and stuff on it. But uh, Dave Grohl, you know, I thought was like a great drummer at the time. It was like, mm -hmm. he was actually, he had so much energy and so much power. So I tried to mimic that. And then I just kind of went in baby steps. You know, it's like Dave Grohl's awesome. And then I saw Randy Castillo from Ozzy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was ripping with the double bass and doing some things that people don't realize, you know, yeah. a lot of drummers do today in death metal. Right. But he was doing it and being in an Ozzy band, you know. And then I moved on to death metal. I just keep finding better and better drummers who have, you know, just that one technique I've never heard before. I can't quite play. So it pushes me to, you know, All Shall Perish the faceless uh, some japanese bands that i like and uh great aside from that you know i like yanni <laughs> and uh <laughs> other kind other kinds of music that's totally not relevant smooth listening you gotta come down sometime grant uh for me uh basically well like uh drew said i have a lot of books and books of basically lyrics but I don't really find them as lyrics. I find them more as poetry. Mm -hmm. I uh, I love to write poetry, and basically all these poems, I've been taking them and throwing them together into song lyrics and using them to my full advantage to put over these uh, five members of this band's music. Uh, they do all the music, uh, and I just do just the lyrics, and the voices that you're hearing through the music is uh that's actually a lot different it's uh something i had always wanted to do uh sometimes when i'm on stage i just don't even know what i'm doing i kind of just black out and just go with whatever i'm hearing and i don't really pay jim attention. morrison <laughs> he died last jim time. morrison would that be a would that be considered possession <laughs> that's what it sounds like yeah, we're, not um, the, we're not into the occult well, but sometimes yeah. i black out like 10 shots i wake up in a pool yeah. of blood no, we possessed of yeah know, after half the fifth <laughs> but i mean uh, <laughs> goat next to me for lyrical influences i uh, like uh arthur rimbaud uh william blake uh lorca a lot of uh a lot of different different stuff that all right very good drew yeah. Well, uh, as a lead guitarist, I have my typical influences such as Ingve Malmsteen, Steve Vai, and Joe Satriani. Um, for more of my metal roots, uh, like Jose mentioned earlier, The Faceless, uh, All Shall Perish, they're among some of my favorite bands right now. Um, you have a Children of Bodom guitar. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty big on me, too. I think I've been listening to them since about 2000 or so now. And Alexi Lejo is easily one of the greatest guitar players, in my opinion. I mean, his left hand just does things that nobody else does. And it's, it's absolutely astounding. Uh, but besides that, uh, a lot of my big influences are, are actually keyboard players as well, kind of uh, as a reverse polarity towards Ben's uh, way of gaining influences because uh, keep a big guitar player that uh, tries to study that kind of stuff right now is uh, the guitar player of Megadeth Chris Broderick and, and uh, he's he's absolutely mind-blowing he's insane so that's probably my biggest influence right now great and Scott um, yeah lots of metal like everyone here said I mean you know, I listen to everything but something that would surprise people I guess um, I, I'm really big on classical music and I play classical guitar which is nylon string you know finger-picked Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's been a huge influence on me. It's when I started. My first guitar I ever got was like this piece of shit, just <laughs> totally broken up wooden classical guitar. And I was trying to play Metallica Master of Puppets on it, you know, which it's just so impossible. But uh, <laughs> and so I got started on one. I still play mine all the time. Um, broken. 
Yeah. Well, that's much. great. And all yeah. these influences, folks, all come together and make one band. Somehow. Devils of Luden. <laughs> Let's listen to a track. This is titled Cathedral. name of the track cathedral our guest today devils of Luden. and real quick before we wrap this up because we've got to get on out of here uh tell us what's coming up for you guys you have some shows that you have coming up where people can come see you because i think people want to come watch this <laughs> uh, i hope so uh our next uh <laughs> our next show is at studio seven it's actually battle of bands uh it's october 10th and uh we have tickets for it uh which you can buy cheaper than you would at the door so uh, if anyone wants to go, I guess, contact us on the MySpace. Uh, yeah, we'll have a link to the MySpace off yep. of our main page. And uh, all you guys, best of luck. Thanks for representing the South Sound. We, Absolutely. We enjoy yeah. your music. Thank, we, you. Uh, Thank you. We're Thanks. proud of you guys. Thanks, man. And uh, we'll be out to see you soon. Devils of Luden, everybody, check them out. All right, I want to thank all those guys. What was six guys in six here? Six guys, yep. Six guys packed into the cave. And surprisingly enough, we had mics that could go around, and they could all, you know, we could hear them. <laughs> I mean, for those of you who have never been in the cave, it's fairly spacious. But when you get six guys from a band, plus we have six here. So we got 12 packed in this little space. And then we had another person walk in. And it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. But um, good on those guys, Devils of Luden. And if anybody's looking for a good oil tech, Ben is available. <laughs> yes, he is. That's his, right. His mother will provide a reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben, poor Ben. Uh, apparently, uh, he was supposed to work today and they uh what they get a replacement for him and then they called and said the replacements can't make it you gotta, yeah, come, you gotta in. come in anyway he's like forget it i'm doing an interview in the northwest convergence zone so they said well then don't bother coming back <laughs> so he comes Poor in guy. here fired he came yeah. in fired and his mom was calling you know to see if he was okay and that but was he was in good spirits and he'll get yeah. a better Abs gig. Yeah. yeah absolutely well he should go talk to nancy reed she knows all about lubing Oh. oh, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's your problem. But uh, oh, <laughs> so anyway, want to thank the Devils wow. of Luden. Uh, go in and uh, yeah, check those guys out and check out their website and give them some South Sound love. But um, yeah, I want to talk to Jeff for a few minutes here before uh, you know before we get on out of here because. Uh, Sweet Kiss Mama is, uh, by all estimations, a, a great band here in the South Sound. You guys get a lot of respect and a lot of love, and deservedly so. And we are big fans. And the fact that you would, you know, take time out of your busy schedule and come in here and sit down with us, you know, we want to talk about what you guys have going on and give you guys a little pub and some some press and so forth. Tell us what's happening in the Sweet Kiss camp, what you guys have going on. I know you have, uh, we referred to it last week, you got a lot, you had press uh, reviews coming in from around the world, let's be honest, uh, wasn't it Spain? Yeah. Germany. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's we, got a, um, we got a couple guys in a couple of distributors in, in Europe that are doing a really good job for us. They're really getting our album out there and and we're seeing some uh, some takeaway on some blogs so and some magazines how, over there. How does that work? Um, 
they uh, you get you get these articles written up, and it obviously it generates some interest. That's the whole idea. And then, do you ship a box of CDs over there and try to sell them, or do they pass them out, or how do you get how do you get the music out? I, I I wish I could tell you what the the magic formula was because I would probably just open a management company and just take it from there. But I we just had a couple guys or right after the album came out, a couple guys said, "Hey, you know, from from Europe, call or you send us emails. Hey, we like what you're doing. Would you you know willing to to let us you know send some of your CDs out and, and, and kind of you know tell our friends about you?" And we're like, "Well, gosh, certainly, absolutely." So sent it out, and 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 one of them. Uh, um, Big Bear Records or Bearchin Records. Um, another one was uh, just for Kicks Music over there. Um, both of them have just done an incredible job of just getting it out there. Uh, there that, are, that was the Bear Records in Germany. Yeah, it's Bearchin or Big Bear Records. Yeah, no, those guys are those are big time players over there. Yeah, they're uh, they're really been really nice to us and really 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 helpful in, in getting the CD out to guys. And um, you know, I, I do, think, do you have, have you heard any word about whether they're playing them on the radio over there? Or we do. It, we get we get emails all the time from radio programs over there that are doing it. I'm just signed with a publicist. Um, maybe a month or so ago out of the UK um, kind of doing the same thing falling into some radio shows and actually I don't I don't know if, if we talked about it maybe last time or not but um, uh, <laughs> what the emails that come in it's just r- random stuff and it's pretty cool because it's it's it it's I, I it's pigeon English the stuff coming in so you know the, the way we translate this stuff is the same way I'm sure they do it we copy and paste it into Google Translate and it comes back kind of scrambled and <laughs> me I, I like good music yeah, you, it's very you, nice you happy you know happy time good music i might it's a compliment you know absolutely we, yeah. just, we just honestly we just feel blessed i mean anytime anybody is somewhere that will probably never meet just kind of takes time out of their day to just say hey you know we appreciate what you're doing it's, it's just incredible and what about here in uh, the good old u.s of a and particularly in in our area because i know that for a while and i haven't, I haven't checked the numbers lately and that's kind of my fault but you guys were like really high up on the charts on like cd baby uh number one in the rock the southern rock category at one point yep and uh has that translated into any kind of sales for you guys and and translated into some good opportunities yeah it's uh cd baby is it's solely based on sales so that's how they they catch those numbers and we're still i think we were the number one roots rock band for for months and i think we're still uh, maybe number two or three and and southern rockets kind of slid down a bit but i tell you it got ridiculous for a while like literally five times a day checking like how many we sell today. Kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's it you know it's it sounds it, it sounds ridiculous. But it gets addictive. Like okay, do we okay? Oh okay, we sold one to Bolivia. Great. Oh, you know, we, <laughs> one went to Liechtenstein. Awesome. You, you kind of build this you know this stress about okay, do we sell any someone? I, I kind of had to just say, you know give it over and just say you know what I, I, I got to quit. <laughs> right. But it's you know it's 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 just incredibly flattering the people that you know. So now CD Baby, I know you can download off the site, and I think you guys are also on. You can get hard copies off there too. You can order. Oh, you can uh, you order hard, well. and you guys are also on like iTunes iTunes Amazon yeah and uh, so Rhapsody. so do you now, this is a good uh, something I'm interested in uh, do you send a box of CDs to Amazon or how does that did no. somebody buy something from Amazon they tell you and you ship it out CD baby is the distributor they do the hard distribution oh, okay. so everybody they kind of take um, we sent them um, if we they, first they we, they said okay we want three of your discs and so we sent them three discs and the next day like okay we want 
nine by tomorrow. Okay, we sent nine. Two days later, okay, we need 25. Okay, we sent 25. And the next day it was, okay, we, we won 100 discs from you. And literally within two days it was, okay, we need 300 for our backlog. We're like, nice. this is kind of getting a little, little out there. I mean, we, you know, it, it was our first album. We're guys that have, for the most part, I mean, Ty's played in some bands, Ray's played in some bands, but for the rest of us, we've never done. So we don't know how it works. We don't know what, what the roadmap is. We're like, you know, it's, it just was like, Oh, okay. You know, let's do whatever. Tell me what to do. <laughs> well, in case you're not familiar with uh, Jeff and Sweet Kiss Mama, this is one of their uh, top songs off the CD. This is called Son of the Mountain. <laughs> Son of the Mountain, a great song by uh, Sweet Kiss Mama and Jeff Hamill, who is their lead singer, is our guest co-host today, as he was last week, and we're very honored to have you in here. Now, um, tell us about playing gigs around the South Sound. Uh, we, we have a lot of bands who roll through here, and it's interesting because there are a lot of places to play, uh, but then again, it seems like there aren't you know what i'm saying it's like there there's there's places all over seattle um all over tacoma uh and olympia there are places to play but it's not easy to get in all the time because uh, they're booking way in advance and they want to make sure you can draw a crowd and so forth what's that experience been like for you guys because like you said you guys are kind of running your own show and you i assume you're booking your own your own gigs and is that a challenge or has it become fairly easy for you guys yeah what well, definitely a challenge i think um, you know, starting out, there's always, you know, you can't just knock on a door and say, Hey, I want to do a show. It just doesn't happen. You have to have a, a buddy that wants to take you on a show that you kind of have to get you in. And, and once you kind of prove yourself, I think, um, even the quality of music, I mean, there's a lot of really good bands that still can't without a draw. Um, I, I know Hell's Kitchen's a, a you know, a big, uh, a big supporter of you guys and you guys are there. So, um, you know, it's, you kind of have to, to, to book a night and then you kind of have to be able to prove yourself to, to have a draw. So you're getting like a Tuesday night, a Wednesday night. Yeah. Well, we run into that going in, going up North. I mean, going into Seattle and, and uh, I hope nobody minds me plugging this, but on the 22nd, we're playing on a Wednesday up Absolutely. there at the tractor. Oh. Um, and we could use some, the tractor for, for our style of music is really a, a strong venue. It's we like need to Mecca. be able to, yeah, it's exactly it. Yes. But man, if we get in there, even on a midweek, if we get in there and we don't have some folks that are cheering us on, then you know it, it it's going to be tough for us the next time around. And so as we're kind of spreading out, that's you know certainly something we can we could use some help if anyone's listening up north and wants to come <laughs> hang out on a Wednesday night so with us. That's Wednesday night on the twenty second. Correct. And that's at the Tractor and Ballard. Correct. Everybody. Eight, Eight p.m. It's like five bucks or three bucks or six bucks or. And, and everybody loves. Pay me the twenty. I'll get you in the door. <laughs> you don't mind. You and two your friends. Yeah, everybody hop on that train. Get up there because uh, 
um, the more, like you said, the more people that show up and and dig you guys or just even show up, the more likely you'll be getting like a weekend gig or you can get a you know you can get an opening gig for one of their headliners coming in that kind of thing. Well, I look at it like this, like you know when our, when any of our buddies are going up and, and kind of spreading out, we kind of need to support each other. We need to make sure you know it, it really is a family down here. I you know I don't know anybody listening outside of the South Sound area doesn't maybe not know or realize, but there's some incredible bands, and I don't think it's going to be that much longer no. until people are going to be saying you know I knew them when because I think there's some incredible bands around here now that are you know it, it, it takes one person to see one of these bands and then they're going to want to see their friends and then it's there's going to be a big it's going to take off i know and that's something that we've been harping on for a long time uh over a year now because uh, one of the first bands we ever had in here were the vile red falcons and Mm -hmm. they uh that you know for for us they kind of introduced us into this community of the south sound bands and over the time of having bands in here and talking with them and so forth that is one thing i can honestly say that the south sound has over any other music community that i've been involved in and i've been involved in music communities in texas and in california and in oregon and and all over the you know different parts of the u.s there is something very special going on in the south sound and it is family uh, I watch you guys uh, show up for each other's shows. I see you helping each other out. And what just, I'm tr- I've tried to wrap my mind around what exactly it is because, you know, you go to Seattle and they're friendly with each other, but there's a lot of competition up there with the bands. And, you know, it's like if you fail, they almost think that's funny because then they move up or whatever. Here, everyone seems to have each other's back, and I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to tap into just exactly what it is. Is it just because everybody seems to get along and you, all your personalities are great, or are you guys genuinely just you know let's push everybody? What what is the nucleus of this family? Uh, maybe we just don't know enough to have attitudes about it. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe that's it. I just I look at the other bands, and when Big Wheel Stunt Show has a great show, we're excited for them. When yeah. Viral Falcons have a great show, we are genuinely excited for those guys. Legends of Bigfoot, Legend of Bigfoot, we're excited. Blood for the Black Squirrel, when, when you yep. know we, we're genuinely excited about those guys doing doing good stuff. And we hear them getting a good show up, maybe up in Seattle, or they, they you know they get some of these bigger groups. Like stinking, yeah, those are our guys, and I I hope they feel the same way about us, and, and I'm sure they do. But I we know. Just, oh, they do. We. I just look at. It and I go, man. We're we're so proud of those guys. Just like a, you know, like a, what about my little brother? You know, you know, if I'm watching my little brother do something, you kind of have that same, um, you know, God, that's so that's no, my guy. There's no jealousy. There's no. Uh, back, oh, there's definitely back. jealousy. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, and I, I I'm sure that, I'm sure that the bands would say this as well. When we go to do a show, we want to absolutely blow the other guys out of the water, sure. and they better be thinking the same thing about us because that's what that's the only way you're going to get just a great show. But that's friendly not, competition. Exactly. It's not. It's it's not, hey, let's make them look bad. It's, I'm going to do my stinking best so that it elevates what we're all doing. Right. All right. Well, we're talking to Jeff Hamill. He's the uh, front man, lead singer for Sweet Kiss Mama. Let's listen to another one of their great songs off their CD, and this is titled Slow Fade. I'm working on a slow fade. I've been at it since like noon today. I don't have nothing else to do. A few more hours, I'll be calling you. I'm working on a slow fade. It's the same old thing as yesterday People say I got myself to blame Come tomorrow it'll be the same Come here babe Let me ease your trouble mind 
All right, Slow Fade off of the Sweet Kiss Mama CD. You can pick that up on CD Baby, iTunes. Go to your local record store, Around the Sound. Uh, they're all over Rocket uh, Rocket Records and Easy Street and Sonic Boom and all of those. Go in. And ask- their shows. And their shows. Go check them out. It's a great, great time. These guys are really super talented. And Jeff... Thank you for uh, coming in and, and co-hosting the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for letting me plant my butt in this chair. I appreciate <laughs> you letting me just hang out. Well, you know, drink your soda pop. You're family now, and uh, you're you know you're gonna be you're an, an official member of the Zone family. Oh, so, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, we we really appreciate you coming in, and best of luck to Sweet Kiss Mama. We're big supporters, and we will. We will push you guys the best we can, and and we just encourage everybody to check out Sweet Kiss and all the other bands, all the other South Sound bands, and the bands that are in your neighborhoods. And um, again, we want to thank all of you for voting for us uh, in the King Five poll. And I know there's you know there's a little ways to go. I think it goes until like October 11th or something. So the fact that we we're hanging in there is really special, and uh, that's really cool. But uh, that's not our goal. Our goal here is to bring you quality programming and to uh, bring you guys uh, up to speed on what's going on artistically around the South Sound and Seattle and, and Olympia and all that stuff. So, as always, this is Big D. And, of course, Jeff, we want to thank you. And thank you as well. This is Double D. And we want to thank Squeeze, Wonderboy, and The Saint. This has been the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. We'll see you guys next week with the Lund Brothers, Lady A, and the Baby Blues Band, and others. Let's get out of here with Mother of Shadows. Do some headbanging, guys. Come on. of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.